but I want to put y'all on the EJ Warriors Karate Academy. They offer self-defense classes, karate camps, and more. Several payment options available, including the Ohio Ace Merit Grant. To enroll or learn more, apply Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. or Saturdays from 12.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. at EJ Warriors Karate Academy, 3975 East Livingston Avenue in the city. You can also text Sensei, S-E-N, S-E-I-E-J at 614-999-6361. That's EJ Warriors Karate Academy. You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. Recording in progress. What up, though? You're listening to the SS Experience, streaming on the SMG Podcast Network app. Download the SMG Podcast Network app on all your Apple devices. Android, I'm getting to you. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, re-rate, re-review, re-subscribe, unsubscribe, re-subscribe again. Keep doing the process over and over and over again so the algorithm can think that we popping out here in these digital streets. You can listen to the SS Experience on the SMG Podcast Network app, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. Thank you for listening. Today's Monday, so you know what that means. It's a solo pod. I'm giving you the best 45 to 50 minutes of your life with thoughts, opinions that you're not going to get anywhere else in these digital streets. I want to start off with um, something that Shannon Sharp has said over uh, the weekend, over or sometime at the end of last week. I had already we had already recorded the pods and stuff like that. And first off, I want to give a special shout out to everybody who listened to uh, the podcast with my son. My the episode's called "My Son Works." If you haven't listened to it, it's not as long as all the other podcasts. It's like a quick twelve minutes ish type uh podcast i want to give a special shout out to everybody who gave my son you know very good uh remarks um i'm always hard on him because his mic was kind of like over here well actually i kind of sounded good from way by there but you know he got his deep teenage voice whatever you know so i want to give a special shout out to everybody that gave him good words and stuff like that i really uh appreciate that it was a very very proud father moment to say the least but um let's go back to the business though so Shannon Sharp had some thoughts and on the radio show last uh the radio show yesterday I gave Shannon Sharp some credit because it's like when you say things you have to say things that are pretty much controversial because that's how you get the clicks that's how you get the likes and again he benefited off of it by having Cat Williams on his podcast um, about two, three weeks ago, in which he probably has about like 50 million views. He's almost tied Joe Rogan for the most views on a podcast episode. So he knows and understands the point of, I got to say something that gets the people going. Either they're going to be mad or they're going to be agreeing, but I got to say something. He basically said, and um, you know what, let's go ahead and just run the clip real quick because the same clip that I ran on the radio, let's go ahead and run that clip now real quick. Taylor Swift has generated an equivalent brand value of 331 million point five for the Chiefs and the NFL Apex Marketing Group tells front office sports. That figure includes print, digital, radio, TV, highlights, social media, going back to uh, Taylor Swift's first game in September. Tell me uh, the other person that's going to do that. Let me think of somebody else can move the needle. Move the needle. Um, ah, I got No it. one. Beyonce. Beyonce ain't moving the needle like this chick, Ocho. 
That was courtesy of Nightcat with Unk and Ocho. Very good podcast. We don't really promote other people's podcasts, but they do real good work. And when people do good work, you just got to show love and show respect because, you know, that's the game. That's what we like to do around these parts. I would love for other podcasts to take what I say and put it on their podcast and give me a shout out so I can get more, you know, listeners, views and uh, all of that stuff and streams. But it's all good. It's neither here nor there. We put it on the poll uh, for the radio show to vote. Uh, I'll do it again for the podcast audience real quick, and then we can, you know, break down the numbers between what the radio audience thought and what the podcast audience thought. At the SS Experience, no E at the beginning experience on Twitter or X, however you get down in these, uh, you know, social media streets. Does Beyonce move the needle like Taylor Swift? On the radio side, 93, I think the final tally was 93% said Beyonce does move the needle like Taylor Swift. Now, what I was saying on the radio side was if I was on the other show, uh, the Top 40 show on uh, WNCI, and I asked the same question, I believe it would be the other way around because Taylor Swift is more heard on that station. She's definitely not heard on the urban station that I work with. Uh, Beyonce, obviously, she's she crosses over. She's on both. So the numbers would have... I'm not going you know I'm not going to say that the numbers would have been flipped because for the urban audience the urban radio audience it's more or less like they're not listening to Taylor Swift anyway so yeah it would be high 90s for Beyonce. I really think that if I was working at the top 40 station I pre- presented the same poll I think it might be 60-40 and I think it might be 60-40 Taylor Swift because again more of her music is on that station. I just say Beyonce's music isn't but more of Taylor Swift music is religiously on that station because Taylor Swift is actually out there still putting out music while Beyonce has sold out shows and stuff as well but it's more nostalgic because Beyonce really hasn't put out music like that in a while Lemonade may have been the last album it might have been an album before that like I said I'm not a I'm not a, I'm not in the Beehive so I don't really partake and participate in all or maybe the Renaissance whatever but anyway um, I don't really you know partake in all of that for real for real you know if the women is dancing I'm cool with it but it is what it is though so it it just had me thinking because, like, when you watch NFL games, you know, obviously Chiefs games when uh, they play, um, you know, other teams or whatnot, every time the Chiefs do something, they always, you know, turn to Taylor Swift. And I did a huge rant about it uh, last week on the pod. Um, it was the uh, episode called on the back of little white girls. Go back and listen to that pod. Uh, sea Dog was on it. And I just basically had a long rant. And you know what? Off it. Just because I kind of feel be I kind of feel like I'm being lazy and I just want to play clips. Run it back. I'm, are we tired of we're tired of Taylor Swift, right? Like we can't keep doing this, man. We can't keep having we can't we can't keep putting this woman on camera like every time the Chiefs do something. Like, I get it. She's there. She's having a good time. I don't like how the NFL is trying to use Taylor Swift to get the Swifties to watch football. Let's be real. I'm not trying yeah. to see I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying, see these teenage girls or teeny boppers. I don't know if you call them teeny boppers anymore. I ain't trying to see the Swifties, you know what I'm saying, rolling up to the Super Bowl or, you know, Imagine, imagine, I mean, you, because you would more likely have kids to listen to Taylor Swift than I do, just saying from an obvious standpoint. But let's just put it in perspective real quick. You watching the Super Bowl, you got your daughter there, and your daughter just running in, oh, my God, is Taylor there? Did they show Taylor yet? What's going on? Hey, Dad, what's that? No no grown-ass man is trying to hear your, your little daughter pulling up to the game, sitting on the couch just because she want to watch Taylor Swift. She don't know what the 
fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, she don't know shit what's going on. All she know is, is the Chiefs do something, everybody screams, there's Taylor. Taylor, there's Taylor right there. Look at her. Yay. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? You teenage girls, go do some other shit. If you don't naturally like football for football, do not be sitting at the Super Bowl. Do not be sitting in front of the couch with your your, 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 your uncle, your daddy, your big cousin, and all of that. Just taking up space. Just eating all the chips. Just eating all the nachos. <laughs> just breathing up all of the all good right. football oxygen and air just because you want to look at Taylor Swift on the freaking TV. Go the fuck home or you're already in your house go the fuck in your room know what i'm saying and go watch iCarly or some shit like that and i meant every single word of it every bumble clot blood clot word of it because at the end of the day it's like okay let, let, all right let, let's go to the topic again i don't want i don't want to rehash your old take let's go back to the topic at hand beyonce does move the needle like taylor swift because the for one, in my opinion, Beyonce is way more beautiful. She's more, she's bad. Like she is, she's that chick in comparison to Taylor Swift. Now, if you go back to uh, another episode uh, of the SS Experience, standing on business with Miko Grimes, again, I feel lazy. I feel like playing the hits. Run it back. This is what Miko thought. All right, so one last thing of Miko or Meek No. Taylor Swift swag surfing. You're Miko or Meek No? Meek No, that shit looked like a, a, a canoe, a, a, a tugboat, a pontoon. No, they weren't surfing. That was that was actually like the, the mayo version, the mayonnaise version of of a swag surf. It was not cool. It was it was nasty. It was nasty work. And I still to I don't care what nobody say, I'm still questioning whether that relationship is valid. Only because Kelsey liked black girls, right? But I talked to one of my girlfriends who's from Ohio, and she said that they are both from Ohio, and they kind of grew up what she called, this is a white woman now, she called trashy. They're trashy white people. Oh, and wow. she said, sometimes you find somebody writing your trashy white element, and it just clicks. So she's like, it could be like a them reverting back to their trashy childhood and liking each other and it could be a real legit relationship but i just this is hard for me to see travis kelsey like these beautiful brown women and then go for a a, a girl that's built like a 10 year old white boy <laughs> look hey look man my podcast is dope man like if y'all if you don't go if, if this is your first time listening to the pod thank you i appreciate you listening um if you are a religious listener of the pod we definitely appreciate you if you don't consume my pod screw you but we do a lot of good work around here so again it's just like for shannon sharp to say that beyonce doesn't move the needle like taylor swift like i said if if Unk was doing it to get a reaction, to get people like me to create content around it, round of applause. Good job, Unk. You are understanding the assignment. You get the business. And again, when I said on the radio, I kind of felt bad because I said he was new to the media game. He's not really new to the media game. He been with he he did uh C was working with CBS, you know, on their uh, NFL coverage, you know, in the studio with them. Um, obviously undisputed. He's on first take now and all of that stuff. So he's not new to the media game, 
but he is new to the new media game in the in the 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 form of podcasting. So when I say he's new to the media game, that's what I mean. He's really new to the podcast game. And you got to say stuff like that. You got to have hot takes, you got to have opinions because that's what gets the whole machine going. And again, I said this uh earlier. He benefited off of that when he had Cat Williams on the show. It be like that. Like that's the business that we in. And Beyoncé, look, Beyonce moves the needle like she if and, and again, Ocho said this, too. If Beyonce wasn't dating Jay-Z. Now, keep in mind, Beyonce is 40 plus like he's like 42, 43. Now, if she's dating a NFL player who's like in their 20s, because even in the NFL, the old head is 30. So that's still 10 years older than the oldest person in the NFL. Because I think the oldest person in the NFL is Aaron Rodgers. And he just, he's 39 turning 40. You know what I'm saying? So imagine your favorite NFL player smashing Beyonce, dating Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? No respect to Hove. But imagine your favorite NFL player dating Beyonce. And Beyonce is in the stand. Or not in the stand, she's in the suite. You don't think that every five minutes, excuse me, had a belch. You don't think that every time that a good play happens, that the camera isn't going to pan to Beyonce? You bugging. It's definitely going to happen. Now, the analytics that uh, Unc was saying, I didn't play it in the clip. Oh, I think I did play it in the clip that, you know, social media views, streams, and all of that stuff. Come on, Beyonce does that too. I think Ocho. Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, he gave the perfect person because any other person that he would have said wouldn't have wouldn't have plied. Unc would have been right. But Beyonce is the one that moves the needle because you could say Cardi B. Cardi B does not move the needle like Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift has. And again, like I said on uh, the podcast episode that was titled on the back of little white girls. Taylor Swift has the little white girls. You can't say um, who else you can't. I'm trying to it, look. It's not any female that moves the needle like Taylor Swift beyond, beside Beyonce. And I don't even want to go through the thought process of it because it's all asinine. It all doesn't make sense. You can put any female because most of you out there is going to pick some new chicks. You're going to pick some new chicks. And I'm really trying to think of somebody old school that could move the needle like that. Um, like I said, Nicki Minaj, she isn't isn't going to move the needle like that because she don't have the little white girls. She may have some of the white girls, but she don't have all of the little white girls like Taylor Swift does. Um Beyonce, the beehive is popping like that. Cardi B, she's not going to have that joint popping like that. Uh, what else? And again, we got to, we got, and, and again, just for some people to say, well, why can't it end up, why can't it be a guy? Because we're not really trying to say an NFL player is going to date another guy. Like, we're trying to keep the respect level up. That's why we're trying to think of all women. And it's not too many others that I can think. Now, maybe if we go to the 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 actress uh, type situation. But even then, I'm trying to think of an actress that can, you know, move that needle as well, like Taylor Swift, to where every time, you know, they're on TV and the, and the team does something well, you know, 
they do that. So I can't think of it right now off the top of my head because, like I said, anybody that I think of is – I'm telling you, I would bet you this. I would put $20 on somebody's cash app if you can give me a female that can move the needle like Taylor Swift and Beyonce where I can be like, damn, you're right. I should have thought of that. I'll cash app you $20 if you can go ahead and hit me up. You know, you can either comment in the uh, Q&A section on Spotify because I just realized Spotify has a Q&A section where you can type stuff. You can hit me with your comment there or you can hit me with your comment at the SS Experience on everything. No E at the beginning experience because I really can't think of any. And I can probably go on my social medias like right now, look at the people I'm following. And even this person, right? Now, this would be a super-duper stretch because she's 50. Michelle Obama. We all love Michelle Obama. But if Michelle Obama was, and again, that would be crazy because she's like in her 50s and the oldest NFL player is 39, 40. So if Michelle Obama was dating a NFL player, could she move the needle like Beyonce and Taylor Swift? I would still have to say no because I don't think Michelle Obama has the little white girls. You got to have the little white girls. So even if you go to, you know, that genre of music, like the Taylor Swift world, which I don't really know too much about. Then you have to say how valuable is the little black girls? Because if you give me an artist like I'm just going to say maybe um, Kelly Clarkson, um, you know, those type, those type, those type of uh, Carrie Underwood, you know, as a matter of fact, Carrie Underwood did, doesn't even have that type of smoke. Because if you remember, Carrie Underwood, not Carrie Underwood, um, damn, I thought, I, damn, you know what? I wish I could rewind, but I can't. I was thinking of Jessica Simpson because Jessica Simpson was dating Tony Romo back in the day. Now, this wasn't in the age of social media time for real, for real. It was kind of maybe it was kind of like in that beginning phase of social media. But uh, Jessica Simpson was dating Tony Romo and they kind of did the same thing. She was in her you know, pink number nine Cowboys jersey and the camera would pan up to her. But. Let's say excluding the streams and all that, because like I said, social media wasn't really like that then. I don't think that Jessica Simpson uh, was moving that needle either to basically, you know, to that to that status. So, yeah, like. And the reason why I know that Taylor Swift does move the needle. Now, again, Beyonce moves the needle just as well. If you ever seen the video of the Atlanta MARTA station, which is uh, the train station and the bus, but it's the train station that uh, runs through uh, underground or, you know, up top Atlanta, you will see hella people in the, the train station. Now, the if I'm not mistaken, Taylor Swift's show uh, was at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is a stop that the MARTA has. You can either get off on Vine, uh, Vine City or you can get off at the, um, it's called the GWCC CNN Center, but everybody calls it the Mercedes-Benz Stadium because it's directly under the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And if you see that video, there's um, three sides to uh, that particular uh, drop-off. You know, it's the eastbound, the westbound, and then it's the middle where you can bop east and west. Both sides was filled with people underground Atlanta. Like if somebody, you know what I'm saying, nuked a bomb and blew up that area and all of the rock and rubble, you know, poured down on the people. Yeah, everybody, I, I guarantee you 25% of Atlanta would have been dead. 
And we're not even talking about five points, which is the connector to all of the rail systems that go north, south, east, and west. Uh, two floors. The second floor um, is the east and the west, and the all the way bottom floor is the north and the south. That spot was filled with Taylor Swift people. So if you, oh man, that would have been crazy if somebody would have been on some terrorist type stuff and blew up that spot right there. Because I'm telling you, 25 to 35% of Atlanta would have been dead because that's how many people was down there for that Taylor Swift show. I'm not defending, uh, I'm not co signing Ocho. I just know that Beyonce, you know what? I am co-signing Ocho. Beyonce does move the needle like Taylor Swift. And if you don't believe me or if you want to vote on it, like I said, at Henny Hardaway 75 is um, how you always uh, vote on the polls and stuff like that. Because, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where, and again, that's why we call the episode on the back of little white girls. Because when you can get the little white girls to be down then you pretty much can do a lot of stuff. Not because the little white girl is part of the minority, I mean, part of the majority. It's just that they're the ones who advertisers and people try to gear things towards. We all know that. I don't want to have the racial conversation, but it is what it is, though. We all know the, we all know the business, and uh, we pretty much all know the vibes. So before we go on to our next topic, I want to let you guys know about EJ Warriors Academy. Take care of the people who take care of us. They was out in Athens uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, his daughter, Destiny Ellis, uh, got, again, I might be saying this wrong, but got DQ'd. She was up a lot, but uh, she hit somebody with, like, one of those mean kicks that I don't know if it was illegal or what, so she ended up not winning the competition. His son, uh, EJ Junior or EJ2, I forget how, uh, you know exactly what he calls them, had a good first round, but the second round didn't go exactly the way that he wanted to. But they travel. They travel and take their... Um Take their karate and take their martial arts on the road. When we talk about international, yeah, they are international. They are passport-carrying people. So take care of the people who take care of us. And if you want to enroll and learn some martial arts, learn self-defense, get yourself healthy, just, you know, build self-confidence because that's what they say martial arts and karate does, I want you to text this number. I want you to text Sensei EJ, that's S-E-N, S-E-I-E-J to 614-999-6561. And did I just do that off the top of my head? I can't believe that. I think I really just did that off the top of my head. Nope, I didn't. I said 6561. It's 6361. Darn it, I almost had it. Text, and we're not going to edit that out. We're just going to keep it moving. Text Sensei EJ, S-E-N. S-E-I-E-J to 614-999-6361 on the day of the Super Bowl, February 11th. They're actually doing a community day event at his do- at his uh, dojo. Let me go ahead and pull that information up real quick. Again, this type of stuff should already be on hand, but, you know, I'd be, you know, it's just me. So I just be trying to get it how I live. So Sunday, February 11th, from 2.15 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. at EJ's Warrior Karate Academy, 3975 East Livingston Avenue in the city. It's open to the public, parents, and siblings. And um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, enjoying, it's enjoying a free day of training. Like I said, it is a community event. Take care of the people who take care of us. We love our sponsors. We love our advertisers. They're the ones who allow us to do 
the podcast more freely out here in these streets. And again, this is the reason why you get three podcast episodes a week because of sponsors like EJ Warriors Academy. So make sure that you do that. Follow his social medias as well at EJ's Warrior Karate Academy on IG and watch the award-winning 10-time, five-time award-winning EJ Warriors Part 1 and EJ Warriors Part 2. He said they had to take some stuff out of it because the competition is, you know, kind of watching his footage like film to try to, you know, get over on him. So, you know, it's still good work nonetheless, man. Shout out uh, Sensei EJ. Let's get back to the show. Netflix is in the way. And Netflix is in the way because they want to get, just like Hulu and uh, Amazon, they want to get into the live sports, the live, you know, television entertainment game. Now, they did the Chris Rock uh, special when Chris Rock finally addressed, you know, Will Smith, you know, slapping the, the shit out of him. And the special didn't go as well because it was kind of like, he had he kind of just dropped the ball on it. It's kind of like, you know, when you're dating a woman and, you know, you finally get a chance to, you know, smash and then you just can't get it up. And it's kind of like, I've been waiting all of this time for this. And it's like, it never happened before. I don't know. I don't understand. That's kind of what happened with Chris Rock. But we're not talking about that. Though. We're talking about Netflix, you know, getting live events. The WWE announced that in 2025, Monday Night Raw will be on Netflix. Now, this is what I don't like. I don't like when you take something that was on television and you put it on a streaming product. Now, this is the thing about WWE. WWE is young enough to get this off. Um, it's not hard to get Netflix. I mean, again, this is the thing, though, and I think this is, like, my main beef about it. Normally, my beef is, like, when we were talking about um, the, you know, playoff game, the Chiefs and the Dolphins, I was talking with Miko Grimes on the podcast episode, Standing on Business with Miko Grimes. Make sure you go listen to that podcast. How I didn't like, if you think about the 70-year-old man who's always watched something a certain way, and it's like now you have to tell him, okay, you can't watch it on TV, you have to download this app, and hopefully you have a smart TV. If not, you have to watch it on your phone, and hopefully you have a smartphone to be able to watch it, but now you watch it on a little screen, not on a TV, and it just, it, just, it, just all, it just sits all bad with me. I don't really care about the money, the streams, or the... I don't care about all of that. I care about the assessment ability to the content because every 70 year old person may not have somebody young enough because a 70 year old person let's say that they're the youngest if they had a kid at 20 that means their kid is 50 which 50 is kind of like borderline ish old to the point of not caring about you know streaming they may not be down with it they may understand it they just might not be down for it for real for real so my thing with wwe going to netflix is is that it's not about the kids because the kids got Netflix. They can get it. A lot of people already have Netflix, so that's not much of a thing. It, it, it's the, the fact of, oh, now I got to pay to watch WWE on Mondays. Now, again, if you already got Netflix, this isn't a thing. But if you tune to USA every Monday at 8 p.m. and you're watching, you know, you know Monday Night Raw, and now it's... Yeah, now, next year in 2025, you have to get Netflix to watch it. 
come on now that's insane now the reason why i don't really care about netflix like that for real is because i have a website where i watch a lot of my tv a lot of my movies so if it's on netflix if it's on you know certain streaming channels or whatever it's on my website i'll plug you in on it later but it is what it is so for me it's just a simple fact that i hate when people take a product that was free and then make you pay for it because it's just like it's not and again we're not talking about pay-per-view because i because pay-per-view is is different to an because it's the event isn't free the event is meant for you to pay that's why it's called pay p-a-y per p-e-r view you know what i mean so it's pay-per-view you know so you have to pay per the view if you're doing it on a weekly basis with monday night raw i'm not really feeling that for real for real because it's like, net, okay, Netflix is cutting a check, a big check, to get this. And when you're in revenue and all of that stuff, that's all fine. And like I said, this is why I don't like the business of business because I think about the people. I think about the people because I am the people. Everybody's not the business. Everybody is people. Everybody is a human being. Everybody is not a business entity that cares about the bottom line. People just want their content. They just want what it is that they've been having. And if people have been watching WWE Monday Night Raw for free on USA every Monday, it is what it is. Now, some people can make the argument, don't you pay for cable? Don't you pay for direct TV? You know, uh, depends on where you live in the country, Cox Cable, Comcast, Spectrum. Don't you pay for cable? Because USA is not on free TV. My response to that is, yes, you're paying a cable bill, but the cable bill is not for one particular event and one particular channel. You're paying for a group or a package of channels. So that is the slight difference because if you don't have digital TV, and when I say digital TV, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the digital box because ever since TV went from analog to digital, you no longer can just plug a TV into a wall and start watching TV like back in the day. You have to have that digital converter box to be able to start watching you know, TV, even your local channels. So outside of that, yeah, you pay for cable, you pay for satellite, so you basically pay to watch TV anyway. So then you say, well, what's another, you know, eight bucks or whatever, however much money it costs to get Netflix, whatever. It makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference because now that's an extra. Now, again, if you already have Netflix, it's nothing to you. But if you're a person who don't pay for those type of, you know, things, whether you're an old head that got DVDs and VHSs, if you a young-ish type person like me that have third-party streaming sites that watch stuff on, you're not really trying to pay five, you know, the extra bread to see you know Monday Night Raw. Now, the reason why I'm so much on my soapbox about this is, is during the Royal Rumble, I boycotted you know WWE ever since uh, the tag team women champions Sasha Banks and Naomi basically just quit for, you know, reasons that have not been described as of yet. Like, it's just all speculation about them losing their title in, like, a super-duper embarrassing way that, you know, other races of, you know, WWE champions would not have lost their belt. So it's kind of like, you know, a racial type thing. So I'm like, oh, hell no. 
I ain't supporting this. And they did it in my hometown of Norfolk, Virginia, too. So if I had tickets to go see, you know, I think it was, I think it was, was it SmackDown or Raw? I think it was, I think it was Raw. I think it was Monday Night Raw. They was in Norfolk. And, you know, it didn't, it didn't go down. I would have been pissed. Just like how people talk about with low management with your favorite uh, sports players. You buy tickets to see them play. They don't play. You mad. I would have been mad. So I said, you know what? I, ain't, I can't watch. I'm not watching this because now, you know, the two beautiful black women that I love, I can't watch. So off it. Now, this is why I'm back on the wagon. Now, during the Royal Rumble, Naomi came back. So that was kind of like a, yay, Naomi's back. So I'm thinking Sasha Banks is going to come back. I guess they didn't negotiate the bag with her like that, so that wasn't popping. But then Jade Cargill, you know, she was with uh, AEW for the past couple of years. She had that 50-0 and 0 winning streak. You've probably seen her on social media where Bow Wow, you know, was you know trolling her or whatnot, and that was pretty funny and dope right there. So now she's in WWE. And her and Bianca Belair, you know, I don't thirst trap over Bianca Belair. Like, I mean, even though uh, Naomi is also married, she's married to uh, one of the Usos. I forget if it's Jay or um, Jimmy, one of the Usos she's married to. So in, in the same respect, Jay Cargill is married. She's married to Brandon Phillips, a former uh, second baseman of the Cincinnati Reds from the uh, 2010s, you know, decade or whatever. So I don't really you know, thirst trap for them because I know that they married, so it's kind of like, eh, whatever. But I still love to see beautiful black women do their thing. So her and Bianca Belair did one of those stare-offs that kind of got a little sexual because they was licking their lips at each other and stuff while they was holding up, you know, people and then drop the people because everybody kind of gave the speculation, you know, when uh, Jay Cargill was with AEW, what it, who would win between Bianca Belair and Jay Cargill because they kind of have the same... Not necessarily brand, but it's kind of like they're both fit. They're both athletic. Uh, Jay Cargill is a couple inches taller, not as fast as Bianca Belair, but they're both equally strong. Who would win in a wrestling match between those two? Now we will have an opportunity to see it at some point in time. So that's why I'm back watching WWE. So I get a chance to watch that. But when you talk about, you know, Raw, Monday Night Raw, being on Netflix now, uh, that kind of that kind of spoils a little bit. But stories are saying that Jay Cargill is going to be on SmackDown, which SmackDown will still be on regular TV on Fox, which is dope because Fox isn't cable. You know, you can if you got the local cable box, I mean the local uh, what you call it, the digital box, turn to your local Fox station, you can watch SmackDown at least. So SmackDown was always a free television product regardless so that's pretty dope right there because even when i was younger watching wrestling i didn't have cable like that so if i did watch wrestling it was always whichever one was on the free tv so i I understand and i get that so um i just want to put on the poll at the ss experience no e at the beginning experience on twitter or x however you get down when wwe goes to netflix Will you still be watching Monday Night Raw? And I keep saying WWE goes to Netflix. And I, I I keep saying that, but that's not really what's going on. Monday Night Raw is going to Netflix. So I'm going to redo the poll again at the SS Experience. No E at the beginning experience on Twitter or X, however you get down. When Monday Night Raw goes to Netflix, will you still be watching? Yeah or no? Because I don't know if I will. 
Because if there's no way for me to third-party stream it to get it on the low low, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Because like I said, I'm not about to be paying for Netflix, even though there's a couple of things that I should, you know, get on Netflix I should get, you know, that I should pay for. But I don't know. Filling you in on a topic that we spoke on last week, Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion, they're going at it, they're beefing, whatever. So Nicki Minaj releases Bigfoot, the response to the diss track that Megan Thee Stallion did called his. Megan Thee Stallion's diss track was a lot of subs, wasn't really direct. Nah, Nicki Minaj was saying names. And Nicki Minaj's video, which wasn't like a video video, it's like one of those... Um, Word videos did better numbers than Nick than uh, Megan Thee Stallion's actual video of his. Nicki Minaj is proving that you rat females is not messing with her. What so freaking ever? Y'all cannot hold a candle to what Nicki Minaj is doing, and it's craziness and it's it's, it's just wild. So. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not I'm not a fan of Megan Thee Stallion. I like thick Megan Thee Stallion. I don't like thin Megan Thee Stallion. And Megan Thee Stallion just sounds like a member of UGK. Bumby, Pimp C, pick one. She sounds like both. Just not really my thing for real, for real. But like I said, man, I just don't know why women keep going at Nicki Minaj, man. It's just one of those things where it's like Nicki Minaj is like Thanos. She's inevitable. When she drops... Whether you like her music or not, for some, it's going to go hard. Lyrics is going to go hard. Beats is going to go hard. Now, whether you want to say she's old and all this other stuff, okay, that's neither here nor there. That's kind of like a subjective, you know, type situation. But if you're just judging on the music, she's inevitable. Just saying, though, man, Nicki Minaj is inevitable. So something that hit my timeline um, not too long ago. So Drake is saying that he doesn't perform um, his song with Rihanna work anymore. Back from uh, 2016, you know, work, 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 real dope record. You know what I mean? And nobody really knows why. It's it's assumption that he stopped performing the song when you know Rihanna got knocked up by um, by ASAP Rocky. Which is crazy because it's like everybody's been probably been trying to knock up Rihanna for a while because we're not going to say Rihanna's a hoe out here in these streets. But Rihanna, you know, got some bodies on her, which isn't a judgment thing or anything like that. But Rihanna got some bodies on her. Like she she likes to chill. She likes to party. She likes to get down. And she's she's kind of safe with it. So it's kind of like, dang. How did ASAP Rocky get the pass to knock her up? We don't know. We never did know. So. The song was, you know, you know, as you know, as you know, the beat, you know, plays and then, you know, the na, 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 na. so Drake is like, I don't perform the song anymore. Y'all can sing it, though. And, you know, obviously the crowd, you know, starts singing the words, whatever. So nobody definitely knows or definitely, excuse me, knows why Drake stopped performing or doesn't perform work anymore. But he just doesn't. And it had me thinking real quick, like. What did they do? What did Rihanna do to Drake besides get knocked up by uh, ASAP Rocky? We don't know. We th- there's no there's no um, there's no there's no rhyme or reason. Like there's no 
no Easter eggs. There's no clips. There's no nobody has an idea as to why you know that doesn't go down. I don't, we don't know if they're be, if they're beefing or or what. Like like no like no like nobody knows. Now it's kind of like it's Rihanna's song. Drake is featured, so I assume that normally you have to have permission from the person whose song it is to perform said song even if you're on the verse now a lot of times most people don't give a fuck they just be like i do you You know what i'm saying perform your verse you know play whatever you know what i mean we, we we did the record it was dope so again it's it's kind of weird it's kind of petty but i kind of understand it it's kind of like this right Let's say Sierra, for example. Sierra, it seemed like every time Sierra dated somebody, she did a song with them. Like I said, she had a song with Bow Wow. She had a song with 50 Cent. She had a song with Future. If Sierra was to say, I'm not going to perform like you, because I'm trying to remember. I think that was a collaborative effort. That wasn't like a Bow Wow. Oh, what a Bow Wow song? I'm trying to remember. Okay, okay, never mind. It was a Bow Wow song. So let's say, for example, she's like, I don't want to perform like you anymore with Bow Wow, but y'all can sing the words. She's married, but it has nothing to do with the music. Their their breakup wasn't nothing crazy. Okay, maybe. Um, Sierra with 50. Now, 50 might say, nah, bitch, you can't perform this song anymore because 50's petty like that. And obviously her song with Future Body Party, she probably definitely doesn't want to, you know, perform that. Cause I'm thinking if 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 it's the same analogy that I can put real quick, Sierra wouldn't want to perform that song with Future Body Party. Well, not the song with Future, because the he was in the video. So it's kind of a different thing, but just just vibe with me real quick. Because she doesn't want the vibes of that song. You know what I mean? She knows she doesn't want she doesn't really want the vibes of that song. So she's just like, nah, I don't even want to go back to that place in my life. I'm not performing Body Party. And um, like I said, the song with 50, the song with Bow Wow, I don't want to go back to those places and those relationships. Maybe Drake doesn't want to perform uh work, you know, because again, it's Rihanna's song, but he doesn't want to perform his verse on work because it stirs up emotions of a time where he was trying to get Rihanna and he may think of it as a failure. I don't know. I have no idea. If you want to join the conversation um, at the SS Experience, we can have the conversation there. Uh, when I post the link to the podcast, we can you know have the conversation there. If you listen to us on Spotify, there's like a Q&A section. I didn't know it was a Q&A section down there, but it is. You can go ahead and type your thoughts and opinions right there. But um, it's petty. It's weird. But if it triggers you, Especially while you're on stage performing, while you're trying to be in that light, that vibe, that energy. Maybe I can see that. I don't know. Just saying, though. Be like that. Thank you 
for listening to the SS Experience Solo Pod on a Monday. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, re-rate, re-review, resubscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. Do all of that stuff so the algorithm can think that we popping out here in these digital streets. Wednesday's podcast, the podcast crew, we're going to uh, be back. It's going to be an assortment of people. DJ321, Bootsy Vegas, Takala, C-Dog. Any combination of them is going to be on the pod. And Friday's pod, I definitely want to let, I I definitely cannot wait for Friday's pod. We're going to have former, um, one of my former uh, brothers in radio, one of my former people um, at the radio station, DJ IQ, formerly, well, the catch-up show is his show. I don't want to say formerly of the catch-up show. It's just DJ IQ, formerly of 106.7 The Beat. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, and I'm going to let you guys know right now. I own the SS Experience. I own the SMG Podcast Network app. Just like Stephen A. said when he went off on uh, Jason Whitlock, I own, he owns this. So he can say whatever he wants because he pays the bills. Same thing here. I run and operate this. It's like Chick-fil-A. I'm the owner operator of this podcast, of this network. And we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, a lot of politics. And I'm going to let 321, I mean, I said 321. I'm going to let IQ air out the strip because there's a lot of things that go on in our industry that's BS that if you want to get in our industry, These are the type of things that you need to know about. So it's not more or less like a venting, ranting scenario. It's more or less like education. We got to educate you on exactly what goes on behind the scenes because a lot of people are like, oh, you work in radio. You getting that money. No, I'm not. Not at all. But I do this because I love it. I don't get as much money as a lot of, look, I don't really get nothing at all. But again, I'm going to give you the tea when I speak with DJ IQ of the Catch-Up Show, formerly of 106.7 The Beat. Maybe we can give him a platform on the SMG Podcast Network. We can do something with them, but it's real uh, good stuff that we're about to be doing. So again, uh, the SS Experience, make sure that you go back and listen to the preview previous episodes as well. And let's keep moving this thing forward, man. Rate, review, subscribe, like I said, all of that stuff. And I'll holler at y'all in a couple of days. Easy. You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. <laughs>